All right, here we are. This is the uh, first episode of the uh, new decade, technically, 2021. Shook, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Um, Well, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> up until. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it was a slow Two days week, ago. So. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. It was a slow week. But. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not a lot happened, did it? Um, <laughs> But before we get started, uh, I wanted to shout out my boy, Mike, also named Mike that I went to um, college with, he um, he actually started a t-shirt business. And he got some cool designs and they, they have like a lot of like hip hop and R&B phrases on it. Um, if you look him up, it's on um, Instagram. It is B-U-T-E-E dot Z. Um, and they, they're selling like um, all different um designs and stuff like that um he got masks um great stuff i'm about to pick up some stuff myself so check that one out i'll have uh for the visual we'll have a a link to it like in like the whatever but uh in the description just look down now and then you'll see uh all the info for that and i'm gonna check it out as well that's cool uh yeah so um here we are First episode, episode 34, uh, 2021, probably officially six months at this point. Um, any uh, any initial thoughts before we jump into any topics of, uh, from, you know, besides what we're talking about this week? Uh, anything yeah. else happened this week to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had a couple other things we were going to um, talk about. And, you know, with the events of, you know, two days ago, I kind of had to change up the whole... Um, kind of had to change up the whole uh, scheduled show to make room for it. Because, you know, if you guys have been listening since the beginning, you know, Trump and politics and stuff like that is like, you know, it, it was definitely a um, uh, common topic every, virtually every week. So to jump back in, mm. um, you know, I know that we're going to get into it a lot. So guys just dig in but mike what other stuff do we have planned we also have other stuff planned for the show so let's let the people yeah know. yeah you know you know uh on the other another what's the 50 50 pretty much we talked about the politics and the trump stuff but we also talked about sports you know and then this is you know nfl is kicking off this weekend and uh we're gonna keep it broad but we're also going to focus on something specifically that happened last week that affected uh our beloved Giants. So that's another thing we're going to talk about. Uh, besides that, you know, uh, nothing really else. You know, I've just been uh, doing my thing. And um, I think we need, uh, I have a lot of questions and I want to, uh, I think you have a lot to say this week. So I think uh, maybe we should jump into it. Okay, everybody, here we are. Episode 34 of Shug Me the Mooney, uh, January 8th, 2021. Uh, new decade. Um, here we are. Uh, everyone always say like after New Year's, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to end. Oh, okay, you know, the craziness is gonna stop. But hey, here we are, one weekend, and we have a bunch of stuff to talk about already. Uh, first, we're gonna talk about obviously uh, chaos in the last couple of days, um, led by uh, Trump, the dictator. Uh, we're gonna jump into that. Uh, we'll talk about basically the you know timeline of what happened, 
And a lot of things have come up too uh, since then. Uh, they're doing a lot of parallels to other things that happened this year and the contradictions and the hypocrisy, which is a theme that we always talked about. If, you was, if you've been listening to our show, I always say there's a you know, hypocrisy and that's the worst thing that, uh, that I, I, I always pinpoint that. All right, so Wednesday, uh, I'm, at, I'm at work and I have my phone. I didn't have it with me. And then when I got out, um, I put on MSNBC on, in the car. I'm like, serious? And I was hearing all this stuff. I was like, I didn't even hear anything, things that were going on throughout the day. Like, no one, like, no one was talking about it, really. Um, but there was an uh, insurrection. Um, and then, you know, like, throughout the rest of the night, I was, like, catching up on everything. And it was just like, uh, uh, there's a funny tweet where it was like, uh, wow, that escalated steadily for the last four years. You know, <laughs> like, obviously, this is something yeah, that was going to yeah. happen. And um, basically, uh, I caught back up on like earlier in the morning. There was a protest rally, uh, and it was uh, a month, like three weeks ago. Trump uh, tweeted, "Big rally, uh, January 6th. Um, be there, be wild." Like that's bizarre. Like that's a fucking weird tweet, you know. And they did get wild, you know. Uh, and then, um, did you actually watch the uh, the actual rally? Did you see? Did you watch the rally? What was going on? Like the before everything else happened? Like no, I think, I, I, I think that happened before, like, I woke up. Um, but I, I was looking forward to watching the um, the proceedings of, like, them counting the electoral vote. It's kind of weird that, you know, we got into the, we've gotten to the point that, like, these boring things that you never watched before, now you have to watch because you expect, like, something to happen. Right, like C-SPAN, like that came out uh, in the '90s, I think, and like they used to make jokes at how boring it was. Yeah, and I think there was actually a sketch on one of the shows where like they started implementing like weird theatrics, like wrestling stuff, where things got all exciting. <laughs> and then uh, people made a joke like last week that oh, we need to have this more like this. Remember that thing that happened? In, I think it might have been in Africa or whatever, where the people were fighting on the floor of their assembly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, something sort of uh, kind of happened. So. Uh, what happened early in the morning, like if they all started gathering um, in a park near uh, the White House. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know it was called the, it's called the Eclipse, the Ellipse. Uh, yeah, so they were all gathering there, thousands gathering there. Uh, and then around 11, uh, Trump's kids, the two sons started, to, they did their thing. And then uh, Rudy, um, my, you know, my least favorite Rudy showed up. <laughs> and, America's uh, mayor. He ba- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and he shows up there and he's saying all this crazy stuff. And uh, uh, and usually, like the the thing that would veil with it would be like, oh no, Trump, you know, he's sarcastic. You know, he's being whatever, whatever. Rudy has no, even though he used to dress up as a woman on SNL, he has no comedic bone in his body. And he and he also uh, starred in uh, one of the biggest comedies of the year. But no, he was being straight up like, let's go over there. Like he was doing this whole like bizarre human whatever happened to him in the last like 15 years like i know he, he we have we can say stuff about him in the 90s and stuff like that but he just like uh the d evolved i don't know what the hell happened to him and then trump said we're uh i had the quote uh we're gonna go to uh we're gonna march down there down to the capitol and, and like, cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women and i'll he, be there with you he was talking about he wasn't there and he was talking about the ones that um 
were going to object, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this is like a symbolic thing where it's already official. It's been official for a long time. It's a symbolic thing because America has traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did they expect them if they stopped a person from doing this, it would n- avoid the whole election? Like that's like that was the goal. Like, but it's a symbolic thing. It's not like voting for something that you know we we want like some type of recycling thing and whatever, whatever. And then it it doesn't get passed. Like it already was passed. It's just a symbolic thing that they do that they've been doing for 200 and well, 250 years. So what was that? And to, to, to me, like, even before, like, you know, everything that transpired, like, going into it, knowing, like I said, these were things that you never really paid attention to before. But now you kind of expect, you know, the unexpected to happen because of, you know, this, this, this Trump era. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, with these um, governors, I mean, not these governors, these um, congressmen and women and these um, representatives that like, you know, first of all, you lost the election, the popular vote by like, uh, what was it, like five to eight million? I can't remember the final number. Some of that, but electoral is what matters. And then you lost lost the electoral vote by you know, um, 302 to like 240 or something like that, 232. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it was, 302 to 232. But, um, and then they did all of these um, legal, they went through all of this judicial stuff, going through the courts and stuff like that, and not a single one of their appeals was even like passed or, or even, um, even, um, granted by these judges and he went through some supreme court where like he... and it's conservative now it's conservative now he he got what he wanted he got a conservative guy in there and they still didn't yeah they, do picked, it, you know? they picked three he he like it's crazy this man's mm-hmm. been he's a one-term president where like we've said before is very rare and he's chosen three people to lifetime positions um, but that's a story in of its own. But I'm just saying, like, he chose three of what's that nine? It's nine Supreme Court judges, so he has a third that he picked. And on top of that, like you said, they already had conservatives like Clarence Thomas and the other people that were there before. Um, and he put it through his Supreme Court and still lost, mm-hmm. right. And of, yeah, of course, and his followers are, I'm going to use the word followers, not supporters. They're saying that, oh, they don't want people to attack their house now like they did with Pelosi. They, but they're, they're like covering their own ass and stuff like that. Like it's, it's like the things that people are saying, it's just straight up, cult, it's a cult mentality. Like anything mm-hmm. he says is right. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but the, the, and then the crazy part about it, I'm like, with all of this stuff, all these different ways that Joe Biden has won. Mm-hmm. Um, in all the ways that Joe Biden has has won, it's it's like clearly evident that he's won. And the fact that these are like elected officials and they're not saying like, hey, like, all right, like enough is enough. I can understand like Trump still and his like people because he's already he's always been about himself. He's not even about the Republican Party. Um, Well, that's evident now that everyone was waving Trump flags and not. I didn't see many U.S. flags. I saw a lot of Trump flags are a lot of weird Templar knights. Uh, I didn't see a lot of American flags. 
Yeah. So a lot of Trump Confederate flags. Confederate flags. Confederate flags and uh, mm. other like uh, archaic flags that represent something in like a in like the weird underground, mm-hmm. like supremacy, you know, like weird uh, like revolutionary things too. Yeah. Um, and like my my thing was, you know, the fact that he had um how many I don't know if you know off the top of your head how many um people that initially before the whole thing started because I know afterwards oh, they it's, um they let it go and and some of but, them did some of them moved on how many there's still like in the actual uh, rally the, the Save America rally no no, no I'm asking how many um of the 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 representatives and so oh, um, um like 27 or or how much i thought it was like i thought it was like 60 i thought it was 60 and then like 20 something like that i i those numbers uh slipped my mind right now uh i know that then it ended up being like seven a couple like on like monday or tuesday that were still with him and then one guy from missouri said something and then he had to apologize or he said he didn't say what he said that night right is that the thing like and then mm-hmm. and people are putting the the incitement on his shoulders yeah uh, and like the point i wanted like to sort of reason i brought that up and the point i want to make before we actually move on to what actually mm-hmm. transpired is just like i was looking at this before and i'm thinking to myself i'm like you know you're setting a bad precedent that you know any election going forward for Democrats, for Republicans, like if it doesn't go your way, is this how we're gonna act going forward? And I know people want to say like, oh, like the Russia investigation was, you know, basically the Democrats not accepting the election results, which it wasn't really about that. I assume if Hillary still ended up winning, like they would still have investigated the Trump campaign and its ties to Russia because the 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 larger part of it is that a foreign entity was able to meddle into our elections and they were trying to find out whether or not um trump and his campaign was part of it and both things were proved true but at the end of the day you know we still had to deal with him being president like we didn't you know go to the extremes that these people's people have yeah Um, i think i Sorry, uh, I might have brought this up during the summer. Uh, like, if it's something that you like, like, um, not even policies, but just like beliefs and like, um, not rights, what's it called? Basic rights, human rights, human rights, and all that stuff. I said, I go, all right, well, now watch next time people that you don't like are going to use the same strategy and stuff, and it, it sets a precedent. And that was the whole thing, like, uh, it already, but it was already the whole um, politics has always been like that. But it all began with the Tea Party, and the Tea Party um, doesn't is not really mentioned a lot anymore. Now it's like the whole MAGA, like it turned into the MAGA movement. But uh, like the whole derailment of the like Obama administration, the first, you know, the two uh, kind of, you know, it's like a tit for ta- tick for tag, whatever the hell it is. Um, you know, like you know, it's always like I I always said in the summary. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I always say compromise. Like there needs to be some sort of compromise in the middle somewhere, or things mm-hmm. are just going to go back and forth, swing like a pendulum, like back and forth, which is ironic because you know, like the whole uh, Lady Liberty, the justice. But uh, yeah, 
Balance of Justice. Balance of Justice, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like, I don't know, like, we're going to get into the whole uh, disparity and, like, the contradiction of what happened Wednesday and then what happened throughout, throughout the summer, especially in and out. We can pinpoint, we can pinpoint Portland. That's what a lot of people are talking about, talking about Portland and, like, the different, you know, the the, the, op, the polar opposites pretty much of uh, what would happen. So, um, so the, the two uh, Trump kids, brothers, spoke. I think I sent you the clip of them, like, watching all the people, like, climbing the walls, and they were, like, laughing and stuff. Like, it was like, a mm. freaking party. Mm. And, like, where were they? It reminded me of, like, um, 1800s, 1700s, where like, the generals were, like, in a tent, and they were just, like, watching with a telescope, like, from far away, like, the battle. And they yeah. were just, like, you know, like, that didn't, did you get that um, vibe? Very weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not weird. I I expect it. Uh, so let me think. So just so eleven fifty to noon is when Trump spoke, and an hour and a half later, they were all surrounding um, the state capitol, and there's also other buildings around it. So at one thirty, they evacuated the other buildings, not just as the capitol was still going on, but they they evacuated the Library of Congress. And all the other, uh, if you ever go to DC, it's like planned out, like all the buildings are like in like a grid. Mm-hmm. So, a half hour later, uh, Mike Pence was uh, evacuated. He was uh, escorted out, and Trump tweeted that uh, Mike. He goes, Mike Pence, which he he, he wasn't even there. Man, he's, he's just a uh, worm. So he goes, Mike Pence didn't do what he was supposed to do or what he should have done to save our country and everything. Basically, just threw. Then he threw his vice president. Like he threw every single person out in front of him. Like he had like twelve people in front of him, like he, the Scaramucci guy and all that. He, he would toss them out after he used them. Rudy's the one who was still there, but now his vice president he tossed out. Um, threw him under the bus because Trump. Uh, Pence said, um, "That's not. Uh, that's above my. You know, like I can't do that. It's like unconstitutional or whatever he said." So you think people are? You know, they're looking at this. They're getting riled up. Um, and then what is that? So then, so then like 10 minutes later, the DC mayor, uh, put a curfew out half hour later. That's when they started pushing the barricades out mm-hmm. 10 minutes after that. And those like those photos of the people climbing the walls are happening. And then, uh, by two twenty, I don't know, two twenty after that, all that stuff, Ben Pence is taken out, uh, out of the thing. And then that's where all the scenes take place of like there's a video of uh um i think it's probably one to a hundred like they have like security guards with batons and then there's like thousands of people rushing them and like, they're going at it you saw that right like the the, the security guards are like they're going at they're actually having physical comp- you know like altercations well i've seen a lot of things involving the um police and the um I don't know if it's the security guard, but for sure the police out front where they, it seemed like they were letting them in. And I, you know, one of the tweet that came out that day and I said it was like the tweet of the day. I mean, I don't know if like, you know, you might are familiar with like Hannah Montana, like the show. And but, you know, Miley Cyrus played you know miley and then she um they, she played a superstar hannah montana who's like a, a pop 
superstar or yeah. whatever. And they, they stole that from the Save by the Bell. We established that, that episode, Stevie. And she, you know, nobody realized, like, other than her family and her close friends, that, like, Hannah Montana and Miley were, like, one and the same. So somebody put out the tweet saying, like, you know, why are y'all asking where the police is? You don't ask where Miley is when Hannah Montana is on, on stage. So I was looking at it for a while because I didn't understand it. And then, like, I finally, it kind of clicked to me. It's like, yeah, because you're asking why aren't the police there? Because the pol- they are with the police. Like, yeah. You know, and like- uh, later, eventually, we're also going to talk about who else was in the crowd. Because, like, they had this whole fake manifesto saying it's like the working class, rural, you know, like uh, hardworking, you know, like white Americans, whatever. And they have all these tweets of people like boarding like private planes to show up there, like CEOs and stuff, because it's like an event for them. It's like, um, you know, you see any of those tweets about like the um, like private plane people flying into DC. It was like this. Like, like, like it's their version of going to Alaska. To, like, was, like, was, like Trump's kids, like shooting like a bear. You know, it's like they're this is an event. Yeah. It was like their um what's was it? It's like Coachella. it was like Coachella. It was like right, Mag- Coachella, yeah. It was like Magachella. There you go. Magachella. Has that been used or did you make that up right now? Oh, I'm making I, I came off I top. He, so I was so I th- copyrighted right I now. I think he I think he just Magachella. And uh now it's out there, so I'm gonna be using it a lot. So um <laughs> you know like brown out. But yeah, when did, so when did you start seeing everything? Like I got home, like I got out of work at seven. Mm-hmm. I watched. I was watching wrestling, and like I was vaguely seeing this stuff, and it was like nine o'clock, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" So the whole day you were at work, you didn't hear anything about it because I can't have my phone out because I'm on like double secret probation because like apparently I took my phone out too many times or whatever. Because like okay. uh, that's another that's a side topic. That's kind of uh, crazy. Well, for one, um, like I mean, as far as like your work is concerned, that's crazy, like. You know, because, you know, my when I first started working where we work, where you still work and I don't, you know, that's a lot to say. <laughs> um, well, we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, but, you know, like they would say, like, you could have your phone in case of emergencies. So I'm thinking, like, you know, I mean, this is a side topic from from this is between me and you, Mike. But I'm, I'm, I find it weird because it's like, don't you think like people storming the Capitol while it's going on, that's, that, that registers as an emergency. I think that's something, like, because imagine now, what if, like, because that was one of the things I feared. I was like, what if, like, this becomes, like, a widespread thing? Like, these people um have, because i kind of seen stuff like that, too. Like, I think they did something in Washington. Salem. Yeah. Salem. They, they, they did uh, all over either, the place. Is Salem, Washington, or Salem, Massachusetts, or Portland? Yeah, they shut that down. Yeah, so I'm like... That's one of the things. They started shutting down the other ones. They started shutting down, like, the the state ones while the DC thing was going on. That was another thing that happened. Yeah, because... Um, So so it's interesting, because I kind of lead... Because I I wanted to ask you when you first heard about it, you know, um... Well, it was Chuck Schumer. It was Chuck Schumer on the radio. It was Chuck Schumer on the radio. And I didn't... There was no visual. It was just audio on the MSNBC. So I didn't... I was home in 10 minutes, you know, order pizza, watching, you know, it's like whatever. Um, usually I'm up on everything. Uh, I think my phone actually died maybe too. 
So, um, yeah, I'm watching the show and everything. And then I sleep, I usually fall because I wake up, I have a weird sleep schedule now. I don't get too personal, but I, I woke up and then I'm like looking at all this stuff. I'm like, what the frig? I see the, 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 the guy with the, uh, the buffalo guy with the, you know, the headdress and all that weird shit. And yeah. guy sitting at Pelosi's desk. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, so then for the, like from one o'clock in the morning when I woke up to like, I'm like, oh, I caught up on everything. And I was like, this is weird. This is very weird. Yeah. So I, I wanted uh, to ask you. We talked about the comparisons. I, I wanted to like lead into like how I was watching it. So I, I like, you know, like I said, I wanted to watch the electoral um, call it or the certification, the election election mm. certification. Yes. Oh, yeah. I watched uh, that live. Session. I watched that live because it was like four in the morning. I watched it was four in the morning. I watched well, that's when they finally that's did it. I, I but, um, but they originally yes. were supposed to do it before all of this and it got yeah. disrupted by cool. obviously by everything. So I'm watching this and you know they're like all right people are gathered outside of like the Capitol, blah 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 blah. And then like as time kind of progresses it was like nah like they're inside and then they had all of these visuals like you said you know the guy in Pelosi's office these guys inside the um inside the chambers um, sitting in the vice president's um chair and the speaker's yeah. chair, and then the speaker of the house. Um, you're seeing yeah. it was like for a while it had like I guess the um the government security like trying to hold the people back with their guns because they started busting on the windows after they barricaded the doors, and like you know th- this is a thing, and I, I don't if I'm exaggerating like by every any means like you could tell me but both of us grew up in new york and spent time here and you know i'm talking to my family and it's like yo like these these are things like you see in movies you don't expect to see in real life and it's like the only other time in my life i'm seeing something on tv and it ain't even it wasn't even just like limited to tv because i could just look out my window and see smoke september 11th yeah. I'm like, cause you. Cause... Oh, we. I heard the planes. I heard the. I heard the jets go by when they were uh, trying to shoot them down. Mm-hmm. I have. I have a personal story. I was in the Bronx in my elementary school, and we, we were like kids. Uh, we were in elementary school, and like we heard the, the loudest things ever. Like the curtains. We had a big ass uh, school, like a school that was built in the twenties. The big ass windows, but the things moved. Then uh, that was a class clown. You know, it was kind of a cool class clown. And the other, my other, who was like my like. Uh, my other comedic duo guy across from go oh the russians are attacking and we all laughed and then slowly by surely everyone was getting called down to leave and we're like oh that was uh that didn't age well pretty much but uh the weird thing i'm getting from that is that people are are not as affected by that people storming into a you know it's like a government vatican you know like Mm-hmm. Them running into the Vatican, you know, people are gonna be flipping out, you know. Yeah. Um, people like, are not like they're more you... upset about them blowing up a goddamn Wendy's. Um, the first thing that blew up in June was a uh, auto zone, yeah, in Minneapolis, right? And people were like fucking furious, not well, not not people like uh, well, before we go to like those um parallels, um, so um. A lot of people I'm hearing who are like saying, "Oh, I'm non, I'm nonpartisan and whatever, whatever." Um, they don't think it's that big of a deal that people were so easily 
allowed to enter such a place that has such um oh that's actually yeah that's that's what i wanted to get into um so you know have have you ever heard of the show designated survivor with um yes Uh so i watched it the writer i know what it is the writer of that show he said because the 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 plot of the show was like this guy was like headed like education or like housing or something like that because you yeah. have to have whenever like the president and the vice president are in one place they have to have like one person like one of the cabinet members or one in, one more people in the um order of succession in some kind of like bunker that's like heavily protected just in case like you know anarchy happens and all right. the people the president and all the people in front of him die so the 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 event is usually the state of the union because everybody's you know in this place where in the capital where you know these people actually took over a couple of days Part inauguration yeah okay. yeah so and and somebody went in that on the show somebody went in there and blew it up so the writer one of the writers or one of the creators of the show he tweeted out he was like you know we had to come up with like this convoluted ass way for somebody to sneak a bomb into the capital for this tv show if i he was like you know if i knew it was that easy it would have made my writing the writing process way more easier than um than what they created because they basically or like it would be unbelievable if you saw it on a tv show this to be like this is silly this is this is you know this isn't this is uh unrealistic. Yeah, you know? and it's like you're watching, like you know, for me, I'm watching it, and and I'm, like I said, we're gonna get to the parallels between this and um Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like that. But I, as a black, as a ma- as a American, and as a black man, I'm watching this shit, and I'm like astounded, cause I'm like, how is it so easy? Like, could you you like before Tuesday? Like this was Wednesday, so Tuesday. Would you have imagined like the like I could imagine somebody trying to do it, or a group of people no, no, trying no. to do it, but I couldn't imagine yeah. it actually happening. I think um, either during Obama or for Trump, I forget what who what they who what side they were trying to go against. They a couple like stormed the um, sixteen hundred Pennsylvania, and they were like shut down. They were shut down like immediately. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Um, a little levity. Uh, I'm nervous to bring Candy into a movie theater. But I, you know, how the hell did these people? And, know, I, they, and I was, you know, that's the same. That's the same way I felt because I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, as a black man, as like a black man, I'm like, yo, I go into store, in store, into stores, not even doing anything, and I feel nervous. So I can't ever imagine going to the Capitol and thinking about doing something. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. So, um, a lot of these people, um, I feel that um, I feel like all these people are fucking straight up sober. They're not even like a riot after like a like winning the Super Bowl or whatever. Like, you know, people like in their towns go nuts and shit. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just fueled by this belief. Like I have no idea what the hell the belief is. And then everybody this Trump thing. Trump, that's, you know, that's the other thing too. People are saying like, um, you know, this doesn't give people 
this doesn't give people the right to 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 um be ableist because the first thing you think is these people are crazy and i don't even think i don't yeah. think they're crazy or i don't think they're not i mean ableism doesn't mean um to call people crazy what i'm saying is like people will try to say that these people have some kind of like mental illness whereas like people actually do have mental illness yeah. i think these people that these these writers and these um people like committed this insurrection like they were of conscious mind and that's like the crazy thing about it and just remember uh when you use that word insurrection use uh the failed insurrection please failed because insurrection. uh because they had the rebel flag and most of these people were from freaking uh montauk and like weird places like that you know again I, i'm saying that a lot of these people are claiming to be of the working class we're, we're speaking for the working class dude you're working. You, you don't. You don't have a chance to go to DC and stuff like that because it's not that. You know, it's different than they're trying to compare. Like they're trying to do like a whole. Trump was like, "We'll march down there and we'll um we'll support or whatever." Like they're trying to compare it to fucking Montgomery, like the whole the, the march and stuff, which is disgusting. Yeah. And um, I had another thing too. I just I cut myself off. So so like uh, segueing to the to the parallels between that and like. Black Lives Matter, right? Um, yeah. So I'm watching as the first thing I see, the first one of like the absurd visuals of this thing was the guy, uh, it, you know, as we describe it, you know what I'm talking about. The guy with the, the Viking Davy Crockett hat and with the shirt yeah. off. And he, he's he's a QAnon guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's there he's in the, um, he's there sitting in the speaker's chair or the, the, the vice president's chair. And I'm like, just, like I'm watching, I'm like that guy made it that far without a bullet in his ass, and I just find it astounding. Yeah, like, not even a taser. Not even. And you say to him, you you have the fence. You're gonna get tackled at least, bro, man. I mean, like, it we, had a it had a lady. Uh, that uh, made, devils like, have are they are they just like fuck it? Like, I don't want to die today. Is that what the security guys were saying? Like, I don't want to fucking die today. Like, they're not in cahoots. They're like. No, nah, it was I'm not dying over. I'm not was, dying for this motherfucker. Right? It was incredible to me because it had um one of their um security officers, and he's like running. It, the video keeps it, it pisses me off because he's like running up. Yeah, the black um officer. Black he he's running up the stairs, and he had his gun out, and then he holsters it to pick up a baton, and then turns his back to these people, and I'm just like. Why is your gun not drawn on these people? Like, yeah. they could what? see the one see, time they could see that you're switching from uh, lethal force. They could see that you're you're, you're yeah. switching from lethal force. And I'm just like, yeah. like, and that's the other thing to me, Mike. That's the one lesson I I, I tweeted. I was like, that's the one lesson I got from yesterday, from that day, was just that law enforcement is a joke. Because if they could pick and choose the days that they want to work. And pick and choose yeah, that, yeah. who they want to have this um they, who who oh, they... and obviously the people that have the the people that are allowed to do that have been there for at least ten years, twenty years. The people that are going to be your superiors, so the peers, superiors aren't there. The people that are there one you know one uh, rung down are mm-hmm. now in charge for the first time. Like, hey, guess what? Yeah, your first time you're in charge. It's uh, it's a fucking uh, 
It's a Fugazi insurrection. Go for it. Like, it's just insane. It was like, it was meant to fail. It was meant to, like, be a debacle. Chaos. Yeah, Trump was, is chaos. Yeah, he's been saying that he's been doing this shit for fucking seven years. I think a lot of, um, like, a lot of, rem- a lot of their, um, law enforcement higher ups are going to have, like, a lot to answer for because it was a big time failure. Is it federal? Yeah, it's federal, obviously. But, like, DC always had issues with that, all that stuff, though. Um, but I remember what I was going to say. So I compared, like, these people thinking that they're, like, patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, comparing it to you know, like in my mind, well, that's why that's where I went. That they're trying to do the whole like march, the Birmingham, you know, like, trying to do the whole that whole iconic thing. Like, we're gonna go down there, we're gonna cheer on whatever. What I think is that they thought it'd be like a slap on the wrist or a night in jail, which is like they'll, they'll, they'll like hang up their mugshot on their Instagram or like in their in their house, whatever. Oh, it's a, you know the badge, whatever. I want everyone who's identified to get three years in prison. Because, hey, guys, hey, your side wants people in jail because they get paid for people to be in prison. So, hey, you're doing you're three, two birds with one stone. Three, three years. And guess what? Who, no three, offense. But who, that's, that's what you want? Three years? Well, no, no, no. That, no, no, no that's a, that's sedition is three years, two to three years. Well, according to Donald Trump's law um, that he pushed, um, to protect national monuments, all those people sh- are supposed to get ten years in prison. That's oh, what he, said. Is I, that real? Yeah, That's, I didn't, I didn't hear that. That's funny. The, ir- the irony of it is incredible. Yeah. It's not. It's not even that. It's just like the. I feel like every time this crazy shit happens, and then the next day, like you don't hear. No, obviously, he was banned for 12, 12 hours. Um, and then he says something. He had uh, Trump talk. Well, jumping ahead, but Trump says like. Now is time for healing. He said six times, at least six times since, since you know, in, in this year. Now is time for healing. I feel like, like I picture like Trump like doing all these crazy amounts of like pills and like drugs and stuff. And then he's like hungover and he wakes up and he's like, he wakes up in like the uh, office in his like Mar-a-Lago or wherever in D.C. and he's like, oh shit, and he's like checking his phone. He's like what the fuck did i do <laughs> he's like you know he's like all right all right i fucked up let's do whatever and then he gets riled up again railed up again and then it happens again mm-hmm. he is not a well person and you voted for this cop you know this, I, just, I, I shouldn't say that yeah people still support him i keep looking for the, there's a neighbor around here somewhere who has don't tread on me trump and a blue flag and you're yeah, looking for him. He look. probably he probably went down there. <laughs> I want to no no. <laughs> well, if he if he if he gets uh, in trouble, he gets sent back to where he came from because he's a fucking he's not even an American citizen. No offense, he's from Ireland. All right, so there's this woman that um there's this woman that mm-hmm. got shot trying right. to enter. I guess where from what I've read, trying to enter where. They were, you know, protecting um some of the elected officials, and uh, she was trying to climb through a window, and she got shot in the neck and died. Mm. And I don't feel bad about it at all. I don't feel any grief. Am am I? Do you think I'm wrong? Um, no. I mean, like, it was. Was the Secret Service like, like who 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 are the ones that are saying that they 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 did it? Because if you look, if you stick a little finger at a, 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 a um, because before we were born, people 
Reagan was shot at. He was shot, and he was shot at too. Like this stuff, like it's a zero tolerance. You can't like have a negative flag. You, back then, you weren't allowed to like uh, do anything that would, you know, like da- endanger a federal figure or the you know the president and stuff or anyone in his uh in his realm. Yeah, there was. Uh, I'm dancing around. I'm dancing around the answer because I'm thinking about it because uh, I don't want to say anything. Um, because what what's the whole thing that we always talk about? Why lethal force? compared to in incapacitating someone you know so like on the flip side should have been like tasering and like tying someone up putting putting a mask on her like they did with so many other people black and brown people you know like you know so, you know i don't know you know what i'm saying like there's so many questions i'm not i'm not giving any answers i'm just doing i'm just doing questions because this is like you know you know what i'm saying not really. I can't. I, I but, um, no, I'm saying like, like if it was like some like what's his name's house? The uh, dude from the senator from Kentucky, Paul, Paul, Rand Paul. Didn't they like? How did they incapacitate the people that were like threatening him and like beat the shit out of him? Do you remember? I don't remember anybody. Yeah. Threatening him. I just remember his neighbor and him got into a fight. His neighbor beat him up. That was it. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that was it. All right, well, you know, I don't have an answer because uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Anyways, I don't feel bad, that's... and I will let you know why I don't feel bad. Um, fair enough. He made the conscious decision to fly there, um, use her money, and from the the, the time from the time anybody brings up the idea of like, yeah, let's storm the Capitol. Like, even if you support Trump, like, I couldn't even like. I'm a Biden supporter. I'm an Obama supporter. I couldn't even imagine thinking to myself, like, yo, like, if Biden loses or, or Hillary lost, like, I'm going to storm the Capitol building. It just seems, like, extreme. And, you know, people talk about, like, Antifa this, Antifa that. I don't even think Antifa is real. I think it's just a fictional group for those these right-wing extremists to, like, project, um, to project their activity on... And in order to justify their activity, you know, well, much in the same way they say like Black Lives Matter is like a terrorist organization. And the sad thing about this lady is like this, these, these, these people, they're using like the Bri- Breonna Taylor, like say her name. And it's crazy to me because I'm like, this is a woman I flew to Washington, D.C. from California join this rally, storm the Capitol, which is something that has not been done since 1814 during the War of 1812 by the British. Like, this is like a, a 200, 200 years this thing hasn't happened. And that's the only other time it happened. And she took part of that. And she was shot because she was entering a, like, first of all, you weren't supposed to be in the Capitol to begin with. You were entering an area of the Capitol where they were holding elected officials nobody knew if she like actually like hear this nobody knew if she had a gun nobody knew if she had an explosive device nobody knew what she had so these people were high like they were forced and they it's probably understood especially when you're that high level of security that you have to use lethal force and you talk about like the secret well, service like the secret service they has they have to use lethal force and those 
situations to protect elected officials, presidents, senators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you're, you're yep. trying to like, you're trying to like, you know, make a parallel between a woman being shot dead in her home, in her bed while she's sleeping. It doesn't make sense to me. And it also, it just shows you like the irrationality of these people. It's the biggest, um, contradiction is like make America great again. You know, the whole thing like America, you know, but you completely shit on American tradition, you know, like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you don't want America. You want a new America. You're the ones who want a new America. And also, the ones who want a new, and also we're the ones too. Like Biden, everybody, like a lot of these politicians, they're saying we're better than this. Like, no, this is America. Like, period. Like, what happened that day? Every other country's idea of America shattered. was was uh, no, it wasn't shattered. Well, reaffirmed, I, reaffirmed. Exactly, it was reaffirmed. All right, because yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've seen people from Britain say, like, listen, like, if you came into an area of like Buckingham Palace that you're not supposed to be, like, you're shot on sight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not no, oh, like I'm lost, but, but bam, you're dead. Because, because you can't you can't be too sure. Well, yeah, you can't second guess in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, with with the UK, I know they were trying to separate and everything, but Scotland's still part of the UK. Uh, so Trump apparently a couple of days ago, or maybe like on Thursday, yeah, yeah, Thursday, the day after this debacle, uh, he said that he's going to be checking out his golf resorts in scotland and then the scotland prime minister or i guess they have a prime minister i i I didn't double check um they were like uh um you're not allowed you have no you you can't come here you know you're not allowed here because he was going to go there on an inauguration day because he's such Mm -hmm. a big big uh fucking loser yeah, and he, I don't know why these people. You, you hit your, you, he, he you hit your, you hit your wagon to this guy who has no. He's a piece of shit, man. Like a reality star, fucking. And that's an incredible part about it. But he he did announce today that he's not, uh, yeah. attending the inauguration. And he's the first. Interestingly yeah. enough, he's the first president since uh, Andrew Johnson to yep, do it. And Andrew Johnson is historically the worst president in the history of this country and Donald Trump is probably the second worst. Mm. So it makes sense crazy. that he would be the one to be like, uh, I'm not going to the inauguration. I'm sore. I mean, and I didn't... Well, we knew this, though. We knew this three years ago. We knew he wasn't going to do it. Either he was going to do something crazy, which would happen on Wednesday, or he was going to completely put his tail between his legs like he's doing. He did both. Yeah. You know? And, I, like, to be honest with you, Mike, I don't even... I've... I don't even think it's the end of it, and I think what I said. No, no, no. You know, he, his his cable network is launching very soon. His streaming service is going to be so. He everything every time something happens in America, he's going to be on TV with his son, or or, or he's going to be on TV, and he's going to rile rile these people up because of Fox News. I just, I have an article about Fox News. They're completely they're pushing away from him. I, I know I sent you something earlier today where they were saying they were kind of like apologizing for all the people. But you're gonna have Fox News, and then you're gonna have this thing that was the only reason why he ran for president was to promote a new cable network that he was going to 
run. Mm-hmm. You, you heard of that before, right? No. Did you hear that that was like one of his goals? And then he didn't expect to win and he won and he completely flipped everything up upside down. So um, that's the goal. And he's going to be every night like, on TV, he's going to be like saying like, and people are going to be, he's not going to disappear. And I don't think he'll do it from overseas. He, you know, he's afraid of getting arrested and stuff like that, but he'll go somewhere else. He'll go to a different country that will accept him. Ironically, uh, Venezuela or like Russia, he'll go somewhere like Snowden, you know, which is crazy to me. Like how this is like happening every day. It's like, it's like such disrespect. I know America has a bad history of like uh, how it was established and like how it grew and stuff. But he like he knows all this stuff because he's not dumb. Like he's like he 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 uh, drains all the things he could do. You know, it's crazy. It's like if he doesn't want to like leave his house, he's gonna like uh, oh, I'll sue uh, I'll sue the you know the city whatever so I I don't have to get kicked out of my apartment. Oh, then I'll uh, he's doing all these things that he knows that are like legal things, but he's like exhausting them to the max, and it's such a like it just makes me feel dirty. To be like you know part of it in, in america sucks sorry i want to rant yeah yeah so i, I said yes you know I, I, i've thought about it you know talking about the thing you know the failed insurrection at the capitol and i was just thinking about like i think like this whole thing was like um basically planned from a while like actually like i really knew I, I felt like they were capable of doing something or attempting to do something like that but i think like the um you know the stuff the taking of capitals in um the different states earlier in the year when um you know the governors were trying to you know lock down you know when the the virus was prevalent in order to to keep public safety and 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 the welfare of the public um straight and these people were taking siege of these government buildings and stuff like that i think that was the dry run and then unfortunately all the the extra judicial killings that took place over the summer of you know black people and then the protests that came from that you know they looked at it and said all right like they didn't really the the cops and law enforcement the fbi all of that stuff they kind of handle our stuff with kid gloves but when you see black lives matter and you know the fictional antifa doing their thing or having their rallies and and peaceful protests actual peaceful protests you know, they the police, you saw the difference in how the police dealt with both. So I think like that in of itself, like got them into that zone where it's like, oh, like clearly they're giving us leeway to do our thing. So I think like if we ratchet it up a bit, like we'd be able to do it. And I think that's what you saw the other day because right, so the police had to have known because these people were talking on social media um queuing on websites all these things oh. that are public knowledge and they were incredibly ill-prepared and you know forget that woman that died i don't care about her but an officer 
died and i'm thinking to myself i'm like his superiors his superiors the president they failed him they failed him not man lost his life because his superiors didn't prepare for the kind of anarchy that took place on wednesday right so the drive on wisconsin that was a thing and then we know other things happened with wisconsin um yeah and like that that happened that was early on then we had the summer and uh this um i think it's five at this point yeah so it's one of, it's five people uh as a result of what happened on wednesday or uh, dead uh who knows well there's like 60 people got arrested only which is crazy and then there's like a couple thousand um and fox news has this thing where like someone was inside there and um He's like supposedly. I don't. You can't even trust Fox News. I'll give them ten years. And, and but they're they're saying that uh, he had you know he he documented like different people at different rallies over the past like couple of years, and uh, everyone he saw there were figureheads of other small chapters of like these type of um, groups, and they blatantly like there's a thing with a guy on the police desk sitting this uh he's doing the whole like uh hand up thing uh and he stole her mail he stole her mail i end of itself should be like that's a, a federal, federal offense grind. brother yeah so that's a federal offense so tap on so, an so after let's uh, talk about physician. all let's talk about all of the pictures and stuff like that so and you 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 said the person the davy crockett guy he was he's he's a personality QAnon. yeah so yeah. These the, FB, the FBI, the DC police, they're like, we need your help in finding these people. And I'm like, all right, like all of their faces are everywhere. They're taking pictures of themselves and uploading it to social media. And like, you could check people's like travel logs and all of this stuff. Like, it ain't out, out of the realm or the possibility. As a matter of fact, one of the people that took part in this thing and i saw their face in the thing is one of the guys we talked about on the show um so i'm like how is it you know i I don't understand how by the next you tweeted about him you tweeted i was like now you know who big Alaska is and i'm like i'm sorry i had to introduce you to this prick i'm you know i'm like uh, how how like these these are like social media like obviously to the right but to the FBI, they don't. They gotta cover everybody, right? But they're prominently, so based, they're prominently following. Especially now, I mean, like, yeah. Like if you, if if well, they had they, if like they had files on Bob Marley, Lennon, they had uh, Malcolm X, um, MLK. They would try to like figure out ways to get them arrested. You know, like they had FBI always had files on people. You know, just like. Even if they weren't even doing anything, just like if they were just in prominent things, what's more prominent than having millions of followers on a social media platform, you know, and you just like, you don't, you don't know that they're there, even though they're tweeting that I'm going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah. So the fact that they don't have them, they, they can't find them and they don't have them in custody, like has me to believe that they don't want to find them and they don't want to have them in custody. But it's, it's just the way things go. I mean, they eventually, now Congress eventually, as Mike said, at like four o'clock in the morning, they 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 were able to convene again, I think at like 1130. 
and they were able to certify the election around like four o'clock in the morning. So there will be an inauguration on January 20th. But, you know, Mike, I don't I don't think this was the last thing. I think like I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if something else happened. I hope not. I really I truly hope not. And I hope it's a smooth well, inauguration. Well, uh, Trump is not going to be there. So that's basically he's saying, "Hey, I won't be there." Wink. wink. Yeah, that w- that was kind of like my first reaction too. I was like, "Yeah, Shit. like, yeah, I, I, the the fix is is kind of in," and it's just crazy that he put a lot of the people that he he ended up putting a lot of the people's lives in danger that actually were you know going to bat for him and stuff like that. And I thought that was the ironic thing, but we shouldn't be surprised, especially after all the stuff he put. Um, Ted Cruz through during. Oh, the, and he's still with him. Ted Cruz the, is still with him. He he made fun of his wife. Yeah, I would have fucking I would have fucking choked him out. I would have. Yeah, so we we shouldn't be surprised. At the, he would have been back in Cuba. With the botanical, you know, I would have beat the shit out of him. Crazy. Yeah, we you know we shouldn't be surprised by the unmitigated loyalty that these people have, and you know I I thought to myself throughout the whole uh election process like the campaign and then stuff like that and eventually when um biden and harris won i was thinking like oh america's about to go back to normal and you know the events on wednesday just helped me realize that like i don't think we're getting back to normal at any point soon because a you know, even though he lost, like a lot more people voted for him um, in this election than they did in the first election. And as you can see, like these are a large group of people that are still going to be here. And, the, the you know, the fact that he's backing them up and all of these other news outlets, um, the right wing news outlets are basically giving them a pass and justifying their stuff. It's just going to breed more and more and more and more and more of them. So I, I really have like I have like a a, a a a bleak state of optimism for the country going forward. I just hope hope hopefully things get back to normal. But I I really but my my outlook for that definitely decreased um over the the past like um over these past couple of days. Yeah, I think. Uh... He's running again in 2024, and he's going to put everything in the legal, you know, or, you know, if he ODs or whatever happens to him, um, Don Jr. is going to run, and then they'll all vote for him, and then it'll be another thing, and this guy's a loudmouth cokehead, uh, you know, drug, you know, it's it's not going to end. It's, it won't end, and I think it might go into maybe three parties, but I don't think it will. I don't think it will. Yeah. Um I think it's just going to keep going on a lot of, a lot of, uh, and it's been in the brewing since the, the early days of, well, in the eighties. Yes. Uh, everything, everything restarted after Nixon. And then you had, um, the f- full, pu- full pushback. And then you had Reagan who was just like, you know, like America's this thing creating a new America. And then you had Clinton who, you know, he buckled down because he was, you know, he was a freaking womanizer and stuff. They did all this stuff on him. And that led to Hillary not getting elected because um, of all the shit 
you know, back then, Bush was with the Christian right. And, you know, you can't forget like, old. We, we're still in a war for 20 years. This is the 20th anniversary of the Afghani war, you know, 20 years. There's an article about the guy who's serving with his dad now, which is insane. Who was born in 2001. He's 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's just a, the evolution of the Republican Party completely is different now. It used to be about money. Now it's about like other stuff. Um, it used to be like an economical thing, like about like, you know, which is, you know, it, it pushed down people who were in, impoverished and stuff. But now it has this whole high moral ground that they keep pushing on people. Like, if you don't believe what we believe, you're a bad person and you deserve to have no rights. Like, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just escalating, escalating, escalating. And I blame the cable news and everything, social media. Um, I know what uh, the Fox News are bailing on them now. They'll have a new cable network or on like some type of streaming service and it's going to be Trump and he'll have a daily... Good morning, people. I love you. Why would you say I love you? Like, bizarre. Like, it's a, that's what the, the dictators say. And it's just that's just going to be how it's going, going to go unless he gets um, physically brought in. But I don't think because we already established that the authority are letting things happen. So it's not going to happen. You know, this is bizarre. Like, like this is like unprecedented. Like things like we have to go back to the 1800s and like weird times where like things that we forgot about that um, we thought were in the past, like uh, like laws that you have to like dust off a book and be like, oh yeah, so if this guy does this, then that's the law, you know? It's, it's you know, it's like, uh, and then this is all getting clouded. The real thing with people, like, what about like the, the, the stimulus stuff where people needed money and everything and like just getting like tossed out and then we're worried about this now. It's like distractions and it's like, you know, it's, it's people that need it the most are getting screwed the most. Yeah, that's it. That's my rant. All right, so uh, the NFL playoffs are kicking off this weekend. Uh, me and Shug are diehard Giant fans, and uh, last week we were watching the game. I'm sure I can safely say that we didn't have high hopes. I mean, just if it happened, it happened. If they won, if if the Giants won, which they did against the Cowboys, another divisional rival uh they needed the eagles to beat the football team from washington and uh so the giants won and it was not impressive to begin with um so what's next you don't like having this whole list of like what things the implications like the nf the, you know the playoff implications you don't want this whole list of like someone needs to lose you know, you have to win. This person over here has to lose. And just kind of like, um, you know, it doesn't feel as good anyway to begin with. But why rely on our biggest rival, you know, the Eagles? Uh, they're going to let you down. Um, but that's not even the, the whole story. The whole story is in a bigger, a bigger scheme of themes. Uh, NFL at, 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 the, at, the, at, the, at the broader sense of it. Because we're going to talk about the Eagles' uh, sense of integrity. Check. Jump it off a it. Yeah. So, you know, go, full disclaimer, we, we are Giants fans. So, going into the final week of the season, 
um what they've done i think they started it um not too long ago is like the last sunday of the year like it's it's mostly like all divisional games um kind of to to counteract what mike was saying before they would have all these um you know playoff implications um this team had to be this team or this team needed these two teams to lose in order to make the playoffs blah 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 so now like it's it's done in a way that teams kind of like control their own destiny so going into this week all of the teams in the nfc east were um still in play for the postseason um except for the philadelphia eagles but actually what happened was the week before week 16 they played the dallas cowboys and technically that game kind of was like a game that the giants needed because i think because we lost last we lost that week so you needed washington to lose um, Philadelphia to lose and for, um, well, you needed those two to lose, especially after the Giants loss. So the Eagles lost to Dallas and it, it killed their playoff chances. So the next week, um, it was assured that should Washington lose their game against Philadelphia, the winner of the Dallas New York game would be the NFC East champion and go on and play in the playoffs and, and host Tampa Bay. Um, this yeah. Which will, I'm going to get into that because it's uh that's kind of a frustrating situation with the, the potential of what that could have been. Yes, please. Sorry. And um, so before the whole thing started, like, I remember I was talking to my subdog because he's a Dallas fan and I'm a Giants fan. So that's obviously the back and forth we get. But like the the funny thing about it is it's like the Giants are kind of like on the upswing and then Dallas, they kind of had a down year. So he actually really didn't want to make the playoffs. And if you've seen, I'm pretty sure like if you were a football fan or you're familiar with the NFL, you knew that the NFC East, uh, overall was kind of pitiful record-wise. Um, the winner of the division, the Washington football team, they were seven and nine. The Giants ended up in six play in, in second place at six and ten. Dallas ended up six and ten, and the Eagles ended up on four, ten and one. Um so it was it was really like a p- pitiful year. So I was wondering because they ended up flexing and they've, they've yeah. done this thing where the last game on the, the late night game on NBC, they, the last four weeks of the season, they could, you know, move a game into that slot um, if they deem it to be important. So I was trying to wonder, I was wondering why the Washington Philly game was the, the was the one they chose instead of the Dallas Giants game. And then, you know, my sub dot was like, you know, like obviously if let's say they, they played the Washington game first and Washington won, 
you know, then that Dallas New York game would basically be meaningless. Whereas, you know, the winner of the Dallas New York game, you know, that game on Sunday night was going to be meaningful mm. because if Washington lose, you're going to the playoffs. So, of course, as you said, the Giants ended up winning the game against the Cowboys at Giant at um, MetLife, and you know you're sitting. And I was watching um other football games and anticipating watching the game. And you know, just to give you like my mood, I was just sitting there like, you know, first of all, you want to control your own destiny. You don't want another team have to rely on another team to perform for you. So that's always um that's always like a a a, a really like icky feeling. And but at the same time like you do recognize that there's a possibility that you know that game doesn't go your way. So I was definitely like all right if if Washington wins Washington wins cool. If Philly wins, even more cool because we go to the playoffs. Um, but at no point was I really like, all right, like I, I hope, like man, if, if Philadelphia doesn't win, I'm gonna hate Philadelphia. Blah 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 blah. Like, you know, the Giants had ample opportunities. Like, if they'd have won their first game against Philly, if they'd have won one of the last three games before the Dallas game, you know that game would have probably been irrelevant because they were in control of the NFC East for a few weeks up until, you know, they hit this three-game losing streak. And, you know, and a lot of people will say, like, well, you know, you got to do better than 6-10. and Like, you can't be mad when your team's 6-10. and But, you know, you can't – it it goes by the play of your division. If your division is poor – but you play well in that you play well enough in that division to win. Like that shouldn't be held against you because a third of your games are against divisional rivals. So if you come out of that being the best one, like that's great. Because I remember years. There was a year I think the Giants went yeah. nine and seven, and yeah. they missed the playoffs. Um, ironically, uh, to the ten and six Washington then Redskins. So, you know, nine and seven, six and ten, like either way, like I'd have, I'd have preferred the Giants to, to make the playoffs. There's years where like the NFC East, all four teams are fucking awesome. And uh, this could have been the year where like, you know, like, I think this is the year with the three wild cards, right? So like it could have been the whole whatever, if it, it was, if it was possible. And when you lose based on your division like you beat everyone else giants beat everyone else they they lost to their division rivals so they didn't make it to, they didn't make it to the postseason that's the reason why you have divisions you know mm-hmm. that's the reason why you have you know in college you have like the conferences and stuff you know um and the giants ended up with the this, best uh, divisional in, inter inter intra divisional mm-hmm. record because they they beat Washington twice, and then they split with Dallas and um, Philadelphia. So they were four and two in the six games against the division. Also, like we were talking about the Eagles and the integrity of the game. NFL, obviously, it's sportsmanship, but it's also 
TV. So it's, it's money, it's rate, it's uh, ratings, uh, it's all that. So you flex the game. You have the Eagles in the, in the uh, Washington team play. And what do the Eagles do? Healthy scratches across the board, except for the starting QB, pretty much. That's not good TV, you know. You're not putting a, you're not putting a competitive team. I understand that, like if the Giants would have, you know, like, but you're not putting a competitive team up against eight o'clock prime time on a Sunday, which is like you know the prime time real estate. And um, could we I'm jump into the whole Doug Peterson thing, where? Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, they had, you know. he said before the game, he said that the Sudfield, like he was going to play. And Sudfield is the third string quarterback because, backup. you know. Backup to a backup. Yeah, because he, um, Peterson basically alienated um, Carson Wentz, who was, who's like their $100 million quarterback up until yeah. like they realized like he stunk He's and they switched, like to, they, they switched to Jalen Hurts. And yeah. Jalen Hurts um, gave him – he scored the two touchdowns um, in the first half when they were up 14-10, and then they went into yeah. halftime down 17-14. to 14. Yeah. And oh, then, I thought it was four points, wasn't it? Were they not with, wasn't it 13? Is that 17-13? No, it was 17-14. Oh, okay, it was 17-14. It was 17-14, okay, and then they okay. played most of okay. the – they had a drive late in the third quarter where they got to the goal line and rather than tying the game, they went for it and they failed. Um, Hurts like threw the ball low and out of reach to the receiver. And it seemed like a really easy, it was an easy throw and catch, but they didn't connect and they had to turn it over on downs. And I think that was his last. He, I think he played one more um, series, and that was it. Took, I think, and he took him out of the game while they were still down. I think Washington came back up and then made it twenty to fourteen. So it was mm. basically still a. I, I didn't know. It was a one-score game, so it's kind of crazy how it's like. All right, you on fourth down, you went for it. So you were trying to you you felt like you had a chance to win then, right? Instead of just taking the field goal, tying the game, and then playing out the rest of the game, whatever, whatever, right? You took your chance there, and a lot of people were questioning that decision. And then in the fourth quarter, he takes. I never. Hmm? I never. No, I didn't have a problem with that because it's kind of like a because first off, let's let's tell people that don't know that Alex Smith. He's basically. I'm surprised he's playing. You know, um, you yeah, miss his, it. His, on his leg looked line, like chewed. Chew, his know? leg, if you look at his like foot, like it looked like chewed, chewed up gum in a sock. That's what his legs look like. <laughs> okay, uh, man, it's, uh, it's I'm shocked that he, you know, he's there. But I thought that, that was the anniversary of Theismann. Not Theismann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like. But wasn't Peterson always a type of risky guy? I always, I always remember him being like a guy who go for it and like stuff like that. So he went for it. You know, I didn't have a problem with that. But then, like, if you're still trying to go for it, not just trying to get the points and like be conservative, you're yeah. taking risks. So it gave the impression Put, that you putting were in tr- this new, putting in this guy who's overwhelmed, he's gonna be overwhelmed. This yeah. third string quarterback. That's that's 
that's not risk. That's like a suicidal, like sports suicide, you know, like, you know, bizarre. Yeah. And I'll give, I'll give like a ton of credit to Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator and the whole defense. Cause they played 60 minutes of football. Like the, the, um, Hell yeah. that quarterback was horrible and he, they still gave them a chance. It was 2014 for the rest of the game after the third quarter. Like he gave them, they the defense gave them a chance to win, and he took out Hurts, and you could see visibly that Hurts was like, you know, this isn't right. Like it's, he, I think yeah. he said that it, this isn't right. It's not right. Like at look least give him the chance. Look at their to... faces. Look at their faces on the sideline. I, I wrote it down when I was watching. I was like, look at the, look at their faces. They're like yeah. you're risking your career, your money, your health, and you're doomed to fail. Like. That's that's it. That's the that's kind of like the the uh, bottom line of what why we're talking about the Eagles like this and integrity of the game because you go from what ninth to six, I believe. Yeah, and, I, and he you said, like, fuck he, us over. And you played your third string quarterback, and you ask him why he's playing his third string his third string quarterback, and he's like, oh well, he's been here, and this is like, all right, well, this isn't like, and that's that's what a lot of the 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 sports commentators that were former players say it's not like high school or college like senior night mm-hmm. where you let guys who usually are on a bench play because it's like a mean meaningless game at that point like it's not that this is the nfl like it, yep. it was just incredible to me and i'm just like a lot of people that's the, that's the first reaction people say is like oh like it's just because you're a giants fan you're bitter blah 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 and it's funny as hell because Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels during the game. It was like every single time like Peterson um messed up or the O line because like you said, these were like, you know, healthy scratches on the offense. Um they were doing a, they were jumping off sides, neutral zone infractions, like it was all discombobulated and like you know the announcers were saying like, "Yo, if you're a giant fan and you're watching this, you like you're pulling your hair out." And it's like, I'm sitting on the couch, and I, I at a at a certain point, like I kind of like accepted it. I was like, "All right, they're not trying to win this game, but it's infuriating. It's infuriating that they just did it so blatantly." You know what I'm saying? Did you know? Did you notice that like by the end of the game, they flipped it? Well, like they must have been like getting like uh told like uh you don't want people to not watch asshole. Your job is for people to watch the game. So they changed it and they started doing more of like uh this is they're trying you know Collinsworth they're trying you know like they're trying you know like they flipped it if you notice in the fourth a little bit like they 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 flipped it. No, I didn't. I, 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 like, to me, on the TV side of it, I know a lot of people give um Chris Collinsworth like a lot of crap and they don't care for his announcing but his whole fourth quarter like he it, it, he like I I felt like he was like why am I here like yeah like okay. why am I announcing this game like they, it's, this is like a joke and he he at the end of the game he said it he was like what the Philadelphia Eagles and Doug Peterson did I could never do that's like, what I you meant. You can't show up to a fo- you can't come to a football field and not try to win. That's what like, I, no, I I meant. That's what I meant like that. Where like he was c- kind of like promoting the fact, that, like you know, like well, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like hyping the fact that like giant fans are watching it and like in agony. And then he kind of, I thought in my mind, like he was trying to say, like as a as a professional in the in the sport of football, 
this is disgusting. But like earlier, they're like hyping it up, like kind of like a, uh, a you know, because everyone likes shitting on the New York, you know. So like that's kind of like a ratings thing. And then in the fourth, they're kind of like saying like, this is like a joke. You know, that's like flipping it to save face. You know, I don't know. That's what I got from it. Like while I was watching, it, I was you know pulling back and forth and just kind of uh, realizing that it was like you know that's it for another year, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm just like. You know, I, I thought about it, and I'm just, I, like, as a football, as a fan of football, or if you're involved in the league and you're watching that, like, how are you not embarrassed? And I'm sitting there with like my stepdaughter. I'm like, yo, like, you know, like the Giants and the Cowboys played, and whoever won that game, this game would have been important for. So obviously, if like the Cowboys would have won, you know, I'd be rooting for the Cowboys to not make the playoffs. So I'd be wanting Washington to win. But if I was watching that game and I saw what the Eagles were doing, even though it meant Washington winning, I would still feel like it was disgraceful. Like it was a blatant tank. It was a blatant tank. And all you did was move up three spots. You moved from the ninth pick to the sixth pick. Like this came be- up when I was out. It came up, but we're BSing about this after the game. Like, I don't like it. I don't like the lottery, NBA lottery, but, like, NFL, like, bottom three. Like, I, I wouldn't want them to, like, in, you know, initiate, like, a lottery thing, you know, because, like, to to avoid a situation like this, you know, where you, you, you want to always win. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, did you, what about, did you think about that? Not, I mean, like, it's funny. Is like, I, I've heard people say teams have tanked, but a lot of the teams that end up because you know, the NFL it goes by worst record to best record, and that's how it goes. Like, like you say, it's not a lottery where you know they just put like the teams that don't make the playoffs, and you know, that's how you end up with the first pick. But a lot of times, it's like these teams really like suck, like the Jaguars and okay. the Jets. Yeah. Like, they were horrible, and they deserve to be, like, they deserve, like, a top pick because there's no way they're going to get any better than they are without it. Like, if they fell to, like, the fifth pick, you know, that doesn't help them become a winning football franchise. But for them, like, like for the Eagles, like, just to blatantly tank like that, it just, it was just, that's the first, that was the first time I've actually seen something like that. Like I I I liken it to this. Like when I used to play Madden online or against friends, and I was losing. Like and I felt like my quarterback wasn't doing good. Like I'd go through like the second string, third string. Sometimes they let you use the punter. Okay. Like, like that's how I felt that he was. That's how I felt. And if he said, and and to me, it's it's disingenuous because, like I said before, the giant, the 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 Eagles, the week before they were still in play against Dallas. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if so, you're telling me that game against Dallas was important, was just as important as as this game against Washington. So, but you felt that you had to put Sudfield in this game against Washington that you had a chance to win. Why didn't you play him last week too? Mm. No, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Joe judge, he says, um, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. It, the same reaction is like, Oh, like you just a sore, you're just being sore, blah, 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 blah. But 
I think he was speaking for a lot of people in the league. Now, mind you, like, think about this. During this pandemic, the, of course, you had games that had to be rescheduled and they had some weird circumstances where you'd end up having a game on, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday afternoon and all of this crazy stuff. But at the end of the day, they still ended up getting all every single NFL game that had to be played before the playoffs, they ended up getting them in. And I took, and, and Joe judge highlighted it. The amount of sacrifices people had to make, like, you know, it ain't just dumb. Remember like your family can't do certain things because you, you know, they could get COVID and then, the player gets COVID and then that player's out and it, it, it's a whole bunch of sacrifices, you know, days where they can't practice because, you know, they're um, positive, you know, somebody comes up positive, so they have to cancel practice. So you're not prepared as much as, you know, you would in a regular year. It's a lot, it's a lot of sacrifices people made, you know, celebrating birthdays, holidays, stuff like that with like your family you couldn't really do that, but still were expected to show up and and play and play hard. And I felt bad for like the Eagles players because I'm like, yo, like, I, like I'm I'm out here risking myself, and the coach he really couldn't care less about the game. And people, and he just said like the New York Giants are never. He didn't really directly say. Doug Peterson, he says, you know, you know, he said the New York Giants, that's not going to be the way the new, that's not the New York Giants football culture. I will never be done here in New York as long as I'm coach. Right. And we can talk about the fantasy of, uh, you know, the ramifications of it. We would have been, Giants would have been playing Tampa Bay, correct? Yeah. We would have been saying Tom Brady one, one last time. Most mm-hmm. likely, because uh, the the stars would need to align, and uh, the South, the NFC South, is at this point. I guess it's like you know, you never know who's going to win. You know, you know, if the Giants win, okay, but um, it, it, they win the division. The other guys, they're going to like do a little like round, they're gonna do a uh, musical chairs of like who's going to be the top team because they're obviously the, you know they're good. They're that, that that's a good division at this point in this era. Uh, and it would have been nice. I mean, it would have been nice to see him one more time. And who knows what would have happened. Um, but maybe for maybe for the best, it didn't happen. But just a good fantasy of like seeing him one more yeah, time. I don't, I don't think for the ten, Giants, it would have been ten years. It would have been ten years. Since, in, uh, I think for the football. Giants too, it was for a young team. Um, it was helpful that like they they played you know playoff football because. You know that game against the the Cowboys. I was I was playoff football right there. If they would have lost, um, and that's the other yeah. thing. I, that's that's the one thing too I want to say about like the the my mindset going into watching the 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 Redskins. I mean, that was my mind mindset watching the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles play. Like if the Eagles would have lost, like thirty four to seven. Or they were down like twenty to three at halftime, and then they brought in Sudfield for the rest of the game. Like I would have accepted that. It would suck, but I would accept it because at the end of the day, as I stated before, 
you can't rely on another team to do your dirty work, especially a team. And I don't, I don't think it's like a oh, they didn't like the Giants, so they kind of laid down, blah 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 blah, because they were playing a divisional rival in Washington. So that would kind of not make sense. Like, oh, like we hate the Giants more than the, the than Washington. Because at the end of the day, what if next year is Philadelphia versus Washington for the top two for the for the division next year? You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna be bulletin board material. Like, oh, they they let us have it right. last year. Like, mm-hmm. and, th- and then the Giants uh, did the Eagles a favor. Right, yeah, we did them a favor. Or we did Washington a favor. What was it again? Like they got the um, oh no, the Red, no, the Washington got the team. They got the new new guy, right? What's his name again? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, so like Giants did a favor for one of them, and it always bites the Giants in the ass. So like you didn't have to win. You could have you could have lost, and then you would have gotten the guy that they got. If that's if that makes sense, but just we. Like you said, with the Giants would have never like laid down. They they played and they won, but like it didn't work out. They didn't even make the playoffs. They weren't going to make the playoffs anyway. But they still ended the season with a win. Um, yeah, they played hard, like knowing like knowing the ambiguity um, that would come after and, and then, after the game. But you know, they, I, I think it's good. I think Joe Judge. You know, I'm taking off my my, my bias my unbiased cap and just talking as a giant fan, I think like Joe judge is the guy. Um, I, I think they should have made a change at general manager. I've already yeah. been saying that it's it ironic as hell because I remember I told you, I said it was funny enough that when I gave Dave Gettleman credit on this show, the giants kind of started the nose dive. And I was like, see, that's why you got to hold your convictions. Yeah, and then you said that this game was a playoff atmosphere because it was unofficially, but it would have been nice to see everyone in the playoffs and just see how they reacted with a freaking number one quarterback, you know, all time arguably, and like just see how they would have reacted in that situation. And now we have to wait another year, so that's it. But yeah, you know, they, they played. Before. They pl- highs I mean- to highs, lowest to lows. And they played. They played Tom Brady earlier in the season, and it was actually like a close, close game. Um, so it, it like like you said, it would have been interesting to see what happened. Yeah, well, Brady's different, you know. He and he he pe- he picked it up, and then in the playoffs, it would have been you know. Last time we were in the playoffs in Tampa Bay was uh, Jeff Garcia. Remember? Oh, that was good. I was watching the highlights. I think it was the anniversary today of that game. I think. Yo, so um. Finally, I could finally start watching The Bachelor. I'm 20-something years late, but guess what? So was The Bachelor because they never had a black man on it, so I never watched it. Um, so this year, they have the first black Bachelor. They Apparently, they did um, it during uh, the quarantine, so they kind of had to go through, like, protocols like they did um like how the NBA and the MLB players had to, like they had to quarantine for like 14 days and take tests before they did it and stuff like that. So they have this gentleman, um, Matt James. I think he's a real estate um, person. 
here in New York. That's where he's based, but he's from South Carolina. Um, so I recorded it, and I finally got to watch it because I had a lot of stuff going on on Monday night. Um, so I didn't get to watch it like as of that night. I think the Knicks, Knicks were playing that night, so I had to record it and watch it later. So I finally watched it last night. Um, I envy that man, but at the same time, I don't envy him because I'll, I'll envy him because it'd be crazy to have like 30, you know, fine ass women be, um, competing over me, but at the same time, he, um, he has to pick one of those, um, 30 to, to be his, um, to, to win his heart or whatever the hell all of that sappy stuff is. Um and obviously every week he has to send somebody home. So you know he's he, you you're gonna end up making like tough he's he said it like you know the the eliminations is gonna get tougher and tougher as he it goes. So I've never really watched it before. I'm not familiar with the show. Um and it's interesting. He had a conversation with um the host, uh, Chris. What's the the host's name? I don't know if you know Mike. Um, the short white guy with a short hair, number three. I don't know. I don't know his name. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I never. I this is the one show I didn't watch because I had a problem with the show. I always had a problem with it. I never Chris, watched it. Chris something. So he he's um he he had a conversation with him, and he's just talking about like the pressure of. Um, being the first black black bachelor, and it's actually something uh, we discuss on the show with like the interracial dating, where you know, as a black man, like you're really looked down upon whenever you date outside of your race. But the thing about uh, Matt is he his father is black and his mother is white, so you know he he he's kind of like caught in the middle where he's like. You know, I don't want to piss off black people. At the same time, I don't want to piss off like white people. Da 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 da. And I thought it was an interesting conversation to have. Um, and I just felt I was just like, man, like I hope, like just just pick who you want. Don't feel compelled to pick anybody. Like pick pick somebody who's like for you. And um, I remember it was like some like I saw on a video and it pissed me off. And it was like some chick. She was like, "Oh, like here come the bullshit. Oh, he ain't picking a black. He's telling you he like white girls." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "See, I was like, I was like that's that bullshit," because you know they they had a white um woman in the most recent season of The Bachelorette. They had a white woman, and she picked a black man midway through the season um who also was like a mixed race black guy and he he's he's one he's like Matt he on the surface he looks black but the guy that this chick picked she he looked like he's you could tell he's mixed like he's light skinned and um like his hair is red ish um and then they replaced him with a they replaced her with a black girl for the rest of the season with, you know, the people who were left in the house. And I think she came down to like three dudes 
uh, two white guys and a black guy. And then the black guy, he was like agnostic. And agnostic just means that you don't believe, you don't know if there's a higher power. Um, so you don't follow one. Um, and I guess she tried to say under the guys that like she sent him home because of her religion. And my thing is like, he's agnostic. So that means like, if he really liked you, and you really did like him, like, I'm pretty sure, like, y'all could find some kind of, like, common ground, but she ended up picking a white guy, and then a few years back, uh, this chick, Lindsay, was the first black bachelorette, and she was full black, the the chick that they had this season, she was Afro-Latina, um, but Lindsay, she was full black, and she picked a white guy, um, and nobody had a problem with that. So I'm thinking, why, why would, why, why wasn't the bullshit then? Oh, this is bullshit. She don't want black love. Like they didn't do that stuff then. And then, um, the other, like the thing I said, when they announced that there was going to be a black bachelor, I was like, I hope that it's like a racially diverse, um, group of women, like not all black, not all white, like a whole like like it's it's just well represented so this man could just you know pick a woman that he really did like and they actually really did that like it's like it's really like split up like you know like you know six five four three on like white black hispanic um Asian, like, it's, it's a really diverse group, and I actually made, like, a list of the girls I did like, and that I wanted him to keep, um, so I, I, I was telling Mike, like, every week, I think I'm gonna, like, do a little short, um, uh, a little short, like, um, what do you call it, Mike, like, a, like, an update, yeah, like an update recap. I'll watch it now too. Fuck it. Now, now I have the uh, I have the past. I watched The Bachelor. I never watched it. Before. Yeah, man. And the thing is, like, I'm living. <laughs> My big brother guy. I'm living. I'm living vicariously because you know, like, Mike never, Mike, you never submitted my name for The Bachelor, man. I think I would have made a great Bachelor. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, my thing with The Bachelor is, it's adored because it's been on for twenty years. It's been on since like 2000, probably 2001, right after I like Big Brother and Survivor. I don't like, but I like Big Brother. Uh, I watched 90 Day, but that's just, it's like pro wrestling. It's all fake and it's all like crazy. I think it's bizarre that, that like, it's like a lot of people that it's on ABC, which is Disney owned. And the guy is like, um, all right, next, next. Like, he's like, all these girls coming in, he's like making out with them and saying that he loves them. Next, like bringing them in and stuff. Yeah. And it's like adored by these people that are, wholesome you know like you yeah. know conservative and stuff and it's like this is a nasty show ah uh, yeah nasty. i never i never watched it like i said it was like it was always like i just found it astounding because i oh, went it was on monday nights yeah it was on monday nights monday so nights it would be on, yeah it would be on either before football or it would be on during wrestling it would be on during raw so why would you watch it you know mm-hmm. i haven't watched it yeah, and I, 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 it was interesting. I never watched it. It was all like they always had a white guy, and I, I just found it out, out, outstanding, like out, not outstanding, outrageous that they always had like the person they picked was always a white guy, and then on the other side, on the Bachelorette, like 
these were all white women. So obviously all of them were picking white guys and then they picked two black girls um, and both of them picked white guys. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, like, why would I watch yeah. this? And then I noticed this. I actually watched, I actually noticed this in the last couple of years. They would like keep, keep someone around until like maybe like the fourth and then they'd be like, all right, you're, go- you're gone. Like they would yeah. just keep someone around sort of. Cause uh, I think uh, my sister-in-law watched it and I think my mom watched it for a while and my sister watched it for a while. And I would just like perfectly like see what's going on. I was just it wasn't my bag, baby. Yeah, I'm but, not thinking... uh, I'll check it out. See what, see how like how how like the whole like production was like that dynamic, how it changes. I'll I'll, I'll start like DVRing it and stuff. And I, I don't think it, it had like a couple little jokes that I heard before we we finish. Oh, I'm talking about the Bachelor. Like they were saying, like more black men had won the presidency than had won the Bachelorette. <laughs> Is that yeah. crazy? Uh, and then the other thing is like they. I, well, at this point, the at, wait at this point, the bachelor is more, is is more, uh, you know, the presidency is shit now apparently. But like yeah. the bachelor is the bachelor. Come on, man. I mean that holds more water. <laughs> yeah, the bachelor is a higher office than the presidency. You know, that's <laughs> Donald Trump has done that to America. Um, but it actually, I think it actually been in the works for a while because. Um, the Bachelor got like a lot of backlash because they have another show. I think it's called like Bachelor in Paradise. And yeah, that one, it's like it's, the competition like, version of it. I know that now. It, it like it. Um, they they send like it's kind of like the real world and 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 stuff like that where they send like a group of like women and a group of guys and just hope they hook up. Like that's like the formula of it. So I think it had uh, this this guy and he um this black guy and this white girl. They got drunk. Um, flirting with each other, kissing, making out, stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. And like while they were at the pool, you know, they, he, 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 um, you know, goes down. And, you know, one of the producers, they see this and they, he sees that both, they see that both of them are drunk and thinks like he's sexually assaulting her, even though like they're, they're both drunk and they, they had like a lot of backlash. And I think, especially with the racist you know the the race the racial like i guess the microaggression would be the word in the fact that like black men aren't well represented on the bachelor that like oh a black man got in got falsely accused of sexually assault before being named a bachelor um and like i said it's all about representation like you know, you don't want like the only representation, the only famous black guy with the Bachelor franchise to be somebody who is falsely accused of um, sexually assaulting a white girl. You know, you'd like the first the representation to be Matt James. Um, and I think they wanted the guy. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, who was falsely accused to be the first um black bachelor and i think he turned it down obviously because it's like all right like now you made that's tokenism it's just like all right why 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 me you know now you want to make nice with me no i don't want to be part of that um so i think that's part of it but yeah like you know it may you know it'd probably be really good if every week you know if you're gonna watch it make that like we pop on or if you miss a week and i could like just update you on what happened 
and we spent like five minutes on it. Like we could get a whole new audience because I'm, you know, like you said, The Bachelor has been on for 20 years, so it's a popular show. So perhaps, you know, people I wanna who watch The Bachelor will tune in and listen to Shoot Me the Mooney. Well, I, I watched 90 Days since uh, July, and it was on twice, and it was on Sundays and Mondays because they had no other programming. They were just showing, they were just shoving like all this like raw footage. It made no sense. They would show something and they would show a couple and then they wouldn't show them again for three weeks because they were just like, we have nothing else to show. There's, we didn't film anything this year. So I watched that and now it's all, now it's only on Sundays. So Mondays are free. Right. And uh, yeah, so I'll check it out. Um, I, was always interested, I, don't know, I was always interested in that. Um, but like real world, it, like that was some like crazy stuff like 20 years ago, like things happen. Uh, that's when I got involved in like production. Like I obviously had the guy with the camera and like the people like talking and then um i don't know how bachelor works i know it's like it's pretty much like the owner you know the guy bob eisner or whatever the disney guy's like really into it apparently i think so like that show's always going to be on the air they have bachelor bachelorette bachelors in paradise or bachelorettes in paradise whatever and then dance from the stars then they have bachelor dance from the stars like it's, it's like they have it non-stop like all year long which isn't which is crazy you know but yeah we'll check it out i mean and especially this year um you uh we'll see it we'll see what happens because um like i said i've been following it the last few years because they've been getting pressured to do things not do things but like uh encourage more like different you know diversity and stuff and um yeah, we'll see what happens that's exciting yeah so mike what, what final thoughts you have for today all right so trump yesterday last night uh, Thursday, the the seventh. So he was banned. Trump was banned for twelve hours and then twenty four hours from uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, he did his whole spiel where he's like, you know, now it's time for healing. It's a uh, peaceful transition to the next regime and all this stuff like that. The same shit he said in June after a week of things going on, and he then he came out of the you know then he started like. Again, like after his during his hangover, he's like, "Oh, what did I do? All those crazy shit I said." Then he's like saying all this stuff, and he goes, um, "It was like it was bizarre." Like you saw, did you see the actual um, video last night that he posted, Uh, or the one that came out immediately after the protest? Was basically saying, "I feel your pain." I seen. I feel your. I seen the first one when he he yeah, like right, told so, him he loved them and all of that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I love you. I seen the other one earlier. I this feel morning. your pain. Yes. So I feel your pain. I love you, but these motherfuckers like it's like I heard a funny thing on a, another uh, on a radio show that um it's basically like a um, hostage negotiation and like you're you're doing the um, speaker and uh, speakerphone and you're and you're saying uh, megaphone and you're saying I I understand you. I get you. I understand that your your ex-wife is fucking your best friend, but I you have to leave now. I know that she's been whatever, whatever. Like he's basically saying, like trying to calm the situation, but he's also inflaming it even mm-hmm. more. So the guy is like has a gun to the person's head. And he's like, ah, you know, like yeah, they, that's they use the, they they call it they 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 call that dog whistling too. What he did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, uh, well, I was going to say just like a wink, whatever. Um, yeah. So that. Uh, and then he's like, oh, a peaceful transition and stuff. And he goes, well, but he, but then at the same time, they announced that he's not going to be there. So who's going to be there, you know? So, uh, 
and he's saying he loves these people that are committing these atrocities you know like attacking the physical our physical country like like the the symbolic uh form of what we all follow like the social contract the physical version of the social contract because if you don't follow the social contract you're going to jail you're going to be killed or whatever um that's, that's that's a social contract you know look it up so um but then at the same time he like was spewing all this toxic stuff about a man who fucking knelt for a political belief mm-hmm. or just like a social just he called them dogs he called them like the worst of the worst for someone who knelt at a goddamn football game that that is about money anyway to begin with and um and they didn't even start doing the um, the pledge, you know, the um, the the flag ceremony until the uh, military started paying the NFL to um, to do it. They never used to do that. I went to a game in '98. There was no national anthem. There was nothing. It just the game started, you know. Oh great! And then uh, yeah, that's it. So I think it's funny that like uh, he did the same thing with 2015 with the um, Charlottesville. Um, I mean, it's like there's no reconciliation with this between each party. Sorry. I don't end on a down note. Positive note is uh, we're going to be watching The Bachelor now. Uh, with the Giants, um, I don't know. Like, it, it took 10 years in between 91 to 2001, you know, 2001. And it took only five years from Eli, the whole Eli beginning to winning. Um I think it's very possible that you get the right pieces in place and we can uh, make a run at the playoffs. Because who knows what would have happened this year if we got in there? Who knows? Maybe we would have got an upset. And then the Giants upset the Brady again. That was like kind of like my dream. Not my dream, but like uh, who knows? I know, that, you know. So let's see what happens in the um, the next, uh, next season. You know, it's going to be similar, right? It's going to be like the same thing as this year with uh, all the – COVID protocols and everything. So, Eagles. I I always <laughs> I think we ranked our um, Eagles are number one. I they're my most hated uh, franchise fans. Boston. I mean, uh, Boston is up there, but like Philadelphia fans are like the thing they did with that guy in the Rangers, or the Ranger fan, when they like, kill the guy. Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not into Philly. That's it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I got um. I mean, I'm like I'm actually like t- <laughs> it, I, I've talked about the stuff that happened at the Capitol so much now. I'm kind of like exhausted by it. I need like a, a break. So mm. I'm you know I'll be back like tweeting about it like later. But you know, it, it, like I said, it goes hand in hand with this 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 era that Trump has created. It's just a lot of like decorum and i you know i've said it to you mike before where i said like uh one of our customers where we were at like the day after the nationals and the astros world series game that he attended in dc and he was booed you know she comes in and she's like oh like that's disrespectful like he's still the president blah 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 and i'm just like he doesn't respect the office like he doesn't deserve any of the decorum that comes and and the 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 atmosphere that comes with being a president like you have to respect the office you have to respect the office and he just hasn't 
and it's just um in, insane it's just insane what his people um have done to the United States Capitol. That's just something I, I is they were two movies out at the same time. Olympus has fallen and, and White House down. I came out at the same time about uh, a terrorist attack on like the White House. And these, you know, these people took siege of a government building, like the same building in a couple of weeks that President Biden will be delivering the State of the Union. That same room, that same hall, there was a guy shirtless with spray paint on him and a Davy Crockett hat, like, you know, the world, like, was, was, was about to end. Like, it's just ridiculous where we have, where we have arrived. But, you know, we need to stop talking this crap about America's better than this. America just needs to be better. And I think the problem with America is that it thinks it's at its best now. Or they, it, it thinks it's reached its best. And, you know, when you talk about make America great again, America was never great we just got to keep making it great and i think these past four years we've taken a step back from that and then when we talk about you know respecting the office you know respect the position uh doug peterson like you're an nfl head coach you have a room full of like 60 players who have beat the odds to become nfl players and you have a bunch of coaches that beat the odds to become NFL coaches and coordinators. And not only that, but there's people that, you know, risk their lives um, working in the, in the locker room and stuff like that, especially in this pandemic, you know, coming out to Lincoln financial field to uh, make it, possible for the Philadelphia Eagles to play and for you to just make a mockery of of a game like understand you were out of the playoffs and you don't owe the New York Giants anything but you do owe the game of football and your players um the 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 attitude that you want to win a game and not to lay down and you put one if if your whole um, designation is that you wanted to give Sudfield um, these reps. You know, you're putting one player over everyone else, and that's just as bad. But as a Giants fan, looking at it, like I'm, I'm glad you gave um, Joe Judge bulletin board material for next season because I'm pretty sure those two games against Philadelphia, he had circled already. And he can't wait for it. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of players in the Giants locker room that can't wait for that. And as you're doing, I mean, not to say they weren't going to be motivated enough, but you did, you, you've provided them with that extra motivation. Um, once again, before we get out of here, I want to shout out Butees. I don't know if that's how it's meant to, 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 to um, be pronounced, but uh, his last name, I assume, was the inspiration for the name, and I'm saying it like his last name. So, Butees, B-U-T-E-E dot Z. Look it up on Instagram. Plenty of great stuff on there. 
Um, I know I'm gonna get some stuff, and when I get it, I'm you know I'll I'll, I'll wear it on here. Um, Mike, you got anything to say before we head out? Well, actually, if you guys go, uh, when this drops, there'll be three new videos on YouTube, not counting all the great stuff that Chick's been uh, uploading, uh, the two story times, and we have the black seats up there. Um, while we were recording this, I was uploading a bunch of them right as we speak. It's from uh, two weeks ago. We have a couple of a uh, couple of videos from episode thirty-two coming up. We have an outtake from um like three weeks ago and it's just great stuff and i hope everyone checks it out all right and this has been episode 34 the first episode of 2021 we hope to have plenty more we'll check you out in episode 35 of shug me the mooney shug me the mooney shug me the mooney